Welcome to Alphabet Fly Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is someone who's definitely into t- t- running fast, I guess. It's Megan. No! I'm, I'm, <laughs> I am... <laughs> I, I cannot think of a, a less apt descriptor than that. I, I prefer to move with like the least amount of of speed as possible if 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 the, if, if the circumstances permit it. So wait way to screw the pooch on that one, Jesse. The thing is is I had two two things cuz we're covering <laughs> the wizard and I did want to start well start an episode with water sports. So <laughs> we are talking about the wizard. So what do you think the wizard is? Someone who can piss like a racehorse. <laughs> no, no, it's a real fast dude. Look. Oh. But he has a bright yellow ass. He's got a piss yellow costume, so I mean, we're not off to a great start. Yeah. And he's got a he's got a big he's got a big old W on his oh, chest. with speed lines with speed lines <laughs> they go they get, it's with going speed real fast. lines. Just, yeah, just so you know that it starts with a W, and he goes real fast. Like, are those little? Are the little wings yeah, on his little wings. Uh, on his little head? Of yeah. course, because that's you know in the in the old times, uh, that's the only way that you knew that characters went fast if they had little wingies on their head. Yeah, and also uh, because this was in the well, technically in like four color comics was. It's, was mostly a thing for a while, but this was like truly four color comics where there was om- almost always just primary colors. <laughs> so, but so he has blue, <laughs> but blue and yellow, and he has a really fast W on his chest. It's real fast. <laughs> the fast- it's it's the fastest letter. Yeah, it is. You of know, it's yeah, it, it whizzes er- by. Ergonomically, ergonomically speaking. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh. So yeah, th- this dude's name is Robert L. Frank. His occupation is adventurer. Now <laughs> that is code name for homeless. <laughs> He's a citizen of the United States with no criminal record. No other alias. Uh, was born in St. Louis, Missouri, and died in New York City. And is a widower. Um, it's a tough life. Well, uh, actually, has kind of a kind of a sad life. Actually, he's actually very he's a he's a, he's a tragic one. Um, the, the tragedy of the wizard. <laughs> so, um, his first modern appearance was in Giant Size Avenger issue number one, but first like appearance like ever was actually in U.S. Well, USA Comics issue number one, August nineteen forty one. Um, this was a golden age ass character. Um, and we'll get into a lot more stuff, but I, we need to just describe this cover because it is, man, this is real forties. Let's see what I'm working with here. Oh boy, yeah, there's a lot going on. So. So, uh, we have, (laughs) so we have like this, this ghoul looking person with a swastika on the the arm. The hideous Dame Cackle. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, so so we have so we have that. And we also have a racist depiction of a Japanese person. Yes. With the hi- a- the hideous Dame Cackle is also a Nazi. She's wearing a swastika, so not as not only is she an evil ghoul, she's an evil Nazi ghoul. Yeah. Then we have we have a cat that's of course very spooked. Yes. Yeah. Uh and then we have uh yeah, a dude just tied down to a to a table. Yep. Um and we have a person just like real behind them, like walking with 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 a vim and vigor, being like, yo, I'm not I'm not about this. Also I'm wearing red, white, blue, I'm probably gonna hit someone. There, uh, clearly there's a situation here and I'm gonna put a stop to it. <laughs> and there's uh there's like I guess some molten metal in a cauldron that's supposed to be poured over this dude laying down. Yeah. I guess. I um, guess. And and this is back in the day where they just you you got you got something for your money uh when you bought it. Your ten cents. Your te- uh, your ten cents gets, just went real far here. <laughs> so so you have the hideous dame cackle, which is a story featuring Defender and Rusty. Okay, so then that's you- that's your front page news here. Yeah. So you have the origin of Wizard. Then you have the Spirits of Freedom, uh, which features Mister Liberty. Then you have just a normal ass like r- written story just in the middle there, the haunted fireplace had some illustrations, but it was a two page text story. Then you had the tunnel that led to death, a story featuring Rockman, not not the <laughs> Japanese name for Mega Man. Um, then you have the coming of the Young Avenger, fe- featuring the Young Avenger, probably also some real fun illustrations. Um, oh. I was mostly trying to you know like. The coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> and then you have the origin of Jack Frost, who, of course, is originated in there. Um, and that's a, that's a packed issue. <laughs> yes. Um, and I kind of want to see if there's anything going on with, with the. With these others, with these other characters that was in here, um, a lot of these were created by like Jack Kirby, Joe Sinnott, uh, Joe Simon, and um, you know Stanley. All this stuff. It's before it was before it became like Atlas and Timely, and then eventually Marvel. Um, but how's, yeah, how's the Wizard supposed to compete? With the hideous Dame Cackle, the Spirit of Freedom, the tunnel that led to death. Well, the well, the haunted fire. I gotta know more. I don't know about you, but I gotta know more about this fireplace. Yeah. Well. Well, we have. Well. Uh, so the defender is the one on the cover. Um, it hasn't shown up in a lot. Shown up in actually did show up in a, a more modern appearance because he was part of the twelve, which was twelve interna- in twelve international heroes that were fighting Nazis. Um, and then there was also a story later on featuring them. And then you also have the uh, invaders, but it hasn't shown up in a lot, like 16 issues. Uh, Rusty was his teen sidekick because they love them a child soldier. <laughs> <laughs> they never met a child soldier they didn't like. <laughs> and in and, and, uh, and Bucky Bo- uh, Buchanan's uh, uh, case was also a teen assassin. <laughs> so- <laughs> 
Oh, that's oh. like that's like the uh, that's like the meme. You got child soldier, you hit the upgrade button. You got teen assassin, hit upgrade. You got the winter soldier, and it's like take it back, take it back. <laughs> so you uh, so you have Mister Liberty, who is another Golden Age hero, appeared in even less. Of course, also appeared in some of the you know same stuff that the other Golden Age heroes would have appeared in. But his his whole thing is he can summon the ghost of American patriots, such as. Like Paul Revere, and like he would just use like these other race white supremacist racists to beat up other white supremacist racists. Oh God, there's a there's a Hamilton joke in here somewhere. I'm, I'm yeah, reaching, dude. I'm reaching. I can't find it, but I know it's there. See, I, the thing that's giving me life right now is like people are shitting on like Hamilton now that you're actually able to see it on like. The, the thing like i did four years ago and being like why is people liking this story about a bunch of slave owners who are rapists also alexander <laughs> hamilton like actively was trying to fight against democracy and wanted to basically have another kingdom he um, did so- he did actually that's the really fun thing about watching him watching it with uh someone who's uh my, my partner's obsessed with like He's he's a lawyer who's obsessed with like history and government and stuff, and he's just sitting there and he's like, he wanted another monarchy. Did you not know? Do you does no one know what the Federalists meant? No, like, <laughs> like I'm not like, like all the people that they're like trying to make look good are not good. Hamilton was actually one of the worst ones. So Rockman was apparently. Oh, oh, Rockman is either a prince from a long-lost kingdom or completely delusional. I'm going to say both are fine. Either's good. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, he was also part of the Twelve. um, And apparently he was from, he claimed to be from Abyssia, and he he ruled with his wife and daughter. And apparently everyone loved him, and everyone was happy and beautiful and peaceful. And then, like, some evil person brought... War to his land, and then they went to fight, and then he was cut off from his world because of a tunnel. A death tunnel? A, tu- a, a, a tunnel tu- that led to death. <laughs> yeah, and then and then apparently they gave him another like another origin in the twelve. He showed up in a little bit more. Uh, the Young Avenger, not the Young Avengers, but the Young Avenger. Uh, oh, just, just the one. Was, was just was just a dude. It was just a dude. And he came. Yeah, he just came. Yeah, you know, <laughs> young, young, dumb, and full of avenging spirits for fighting Nazis. Uh, <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> and then uh, you also have Jack Frost, who was apparently a frost giant. Be- a small frost giant. Like a real small frost giant. Aw, the littlest frost giant. Yeah. And he was also part of the twelve. So Yeah. That that's there, a lot was happening here. A lot happened in that first issue. Um but they got they got my dime. Yeah, I mean <laughs> There's a lot, a lot going on, and uh, that, again, like that's the genesis of a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of stuff coming from USA Comics issue number one in August 1941. Um, so, the Wizard, uh, he did die. 
But but the wizard though. <laughs> yeah. So he did die. It was in the Vi- well, Vision and the Scarlet Witch, Volume One, Issue Number Two. Um, and uh, yeah, so he was born uh, Robert L. Frank, son of noted scientist Doctor Emil Frank. Uh, while on expedition, his father. So while whoa, so he was with his father. Sorry, he was with his father in an expedition in the African bush. Uh, Robert, in his late adolescence, was bitten by a cobra. Now, before... I'm going to give you multiple choice here. Because I love his origin. A. Did he get... Did he get super speed from a cobra? B. Did he get super speed from a mongoose? Or three, was he a mutant? But he, so he got bit by a cobra. Yeah? I'm going to say he was a mutant and the cobra venom unlocked his is latent mutant powers cuz no so basically a mongoose was like close by killed the cobra that almost killed the the person that I mean the frank here <laughs> and uh doctor <laughs> this, frank this kills the frank and, and doctor and doctor <laughs> frank was just like Wow, I'm a scientist. Also, my son's dying. What am I supposed to do? Oh, I remember. I was told like this one time that mongoose blood would like kill anything that is a cobra, even if cobra venom. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take this cobra blood and inject it in my son, and he's gonna get real fast <laughs> from that. <laughs> Once again, comics, I have <laughs> underestimated you. <laughs> so. Uh, and he's not related to the Mongoose, which was a edgy 90s character, also in Marvel, who <laughs> had the powers like a Mongoose. <laughs> Did you know that Mongoose is apparently really fast and are not known for anything else? Yeah, he just just injected, just injected that just that sweet Mongoose blood. <laughs> it is, uh, Give me that good Mongoose blood that I crave. <laughs> and then... Um, Dr. Dr. Frank died of a heart attack brought upon the shock and exhaustion, but Robert, um, he recovered and found a strange reaction to his apparently mutant physiology to the mongoose blood. Now, I did say they did later retcon him into a mutant, but that was a <laughs> way later, and I refuse, <laughs> I refuse to say that that was actually part of his uh, origin. That's just them getting embarrassed later. That's just them like looking back and being like, we don't, well, you know, "He's mutant now." No, this, this was this also, is weird shit. This was also part of the era where like they would take like anyone with, with like a non easily explained origin and just make the their origin activate their mutant gene. Um, that's what happened with Cloak and Dagger. See, Cloak and Dagger go between mutants and not mutants. Mm-hmm. Right now, they're not mutants. But like, but in the eighties, they were mutants. In fact, there was a cloak and dagger run, and I think around like issue nineteen, they started putting the like adventures of the of strange mutants cloak and dagger all of a sudden on it because they thought it would sell because ah. X Men started becoming like the biggest goddamn thing in the world, right? So these guys are mutants too now. <laughs> yeah, so that's so that's what they did. But gotcha. No, but he got some mongoose blood and got that sweet, sweet speed that mongooses are known for. <laughs> I will, and I will take the name of the thing that saved me and transformed me forever, and I will call myself the Wizard. <laughs> yeah. So, originally intending to continue his father's work, Robert Frank 
eventually became inspired by the proliferation of superhumanly powered crime fighters in the U.S. to develop the identity of the Wizard. In the years prior to World War II, the Wizard achieved limited fame as a costume crime fighter. It was during World War II that the Wizard became nationally famous. Shortly after the U.S. entered the war, the team of Allied champions known as the Invaders were captured and brainwashed by the Nazi agent Red Skull. Under Red Skull's influence, the invaders attacked domestic- a domestic defense plant. Bucky Barnes, who escaped capture, commandeered a New York City radio station and began a marathon broadcast to round up available superhuman-powered crime fighters to counter the threat. Barnes, probably after murdering someone, located an exist- <laughs> existing uh, FBI files on several uh, such crime fighters, including the Wizard, and broadcasted specifically to contact them. The Wizard heard the message through a nearby automobile (laughs) 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 So basically, he's just walking up by, an exposition radio came on uh, in a car close by, and just like, wow, I'm finding this Nazi infiltrator. Um, I'm gonna- Wow, I can find more Nazis? (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) Wait a minute! That's me! Yep. So, he, uh, during that mission, uh, and battling a Nazi spy ring in upstate New York, he met and fought alongside the superhuman crime fighter Miss America. Now, Miss America is really important because I did not go over his relatives. Uh, that, that was his wife later on. Uh-huh. So he met. He met his wife. Uh, he met. Yeah. He oh, he met his wife fighting Nazis. I know. Which is, I honestly, I think, <laughs> greatest first date you could do. Yeah. You know, take down a Nazi spy ring. I mean, you'd also have to do the domestic Nazi. There was a domestic Nazi party. I don't know why they didn't go after those people. They only went out. the idea from the nazis actually came from america and hitler like thought we would be his allies at first he thought we would be his allies yeah because there was a lot of nazi sympathizing Mm -hmm. in the u.s before the war there sure was that's that's not a that's not a comics thing that's a real life thing They were they they were they weren't even hiding they weren't even spies they were just they were just white people. Yep, they were just like, hey, hey, maybe this Adolf fella's not such a bad guy. Yeah. So okay, L- look up George Lincoln Rockwell. Like really, like really important figure in the mo- like neo Nazi movement um, after the war, and also was part of the Silver Shorts, which was supposed to be. Okay, sorry, I, I don't. Every time I talk about Nazis, I go, so I start talking about Nazis again, and it turns into a big thing. It's a real big thing for some reason. I wonder why. Just yeah, I don't know. It's something, it's something in the climate. Yeah. So, so yeah, the Wizard and Miss America were attracted to each other and traveled together to New York to join Bucky Barnes. Bucky's ex, Bucky's effort was successful, and after the invaders were rescued from the skull, the group. Bucky assembled, stayed together to just 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 fight some Nazis. And they and they were uh in the US specifically though, again they could have went after the, the domestic Nazis, but um 
but yeah, they were called the Liberty Legion when they did that. Um, while in the Liberty Legion, the Wizard and Miss America were engaged to be married. Uh, once during this a period, the Wizard and Miss America left the Liberty Legion to fight in Europe alongside the invaders. Uh, think of uh, Miss America as like a kind of like a early kind of like what early Superman was supposed to be. Okay, without without visual aid, all I can picture is, like, Miss America, like, beauty pageant style, and and so my brain immediately goes to, like, Miss Congeniality, so all I'm picturing in my head is, like, Sandra Bullock's sparkly dress, Miss America, um, what do they call that thing? Like, the thingy that they put over you? The- the, Cow? Oh, no. The, the, what do you call it? The, the thing that says Miss America on it. Oh, sash. Sash. Wow. It's, yeah, you can tell my brain's not working right now. Yeah, with like the sash and the tiara and she's just like beating the shit out of people. So actually, don't send me a link. Don't, don't, uh, this, this is what I want to keep imagining. Her and this man in this piss yellow leotard with the wings on his head just beating the shit out of knots. Oh, fine. I guess I'll take it. Mine's gonna whatever you whatever I see. Mine's gonna be better. Well, but she was a lot like uh, what early Superman was supposed to be. Plus, yeah, flight. yeah, um, all right, yeah. She, she could she's... see, she could see real well. She could jump. She was super strong. Yeah, she's she's fine. She looks like actually, she reminds me more of like a costume wise, like a Captain America looking, like look wise. Yeah, yeah, like a but... lady Captain America, but powers wise, she was like Superman. Early Superman. Yeah, old-timey, leaping yeah. over trains and shit. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, and actually, one one of the first, like, one of the first major, like, female superheroes in, in like, Marvel history, technically. That's and dope. she got her own magazine, she got Miss America magazine, and that's where Patsy Walker started up. Like, that's where the romance comics were at. Uh, uh. So, yeah. She has a lot of stuff going behind. I'm just like I'm. I I love I love freight. I love uh, the Wizard and Miss America's like story and like both like real life like like publication stuff and in in the book in the books. It's it's very good. Um. So so after the war ended, Wizard and Miss America became members of the short-lived All Winter Squad. Uh, the All Winter Squad disbanded after a few years. Uh, that's when they fought communists. Because communists are just as bad as Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go fight the Reds! <laughs> yep. Um, the All-Winter Squad disbanded after a few years, and Miss America and the Wizard resumed their civilian identities as Robert Frank and Madeline Royce, and were married in 1949. They began to work for the U.S. government as non-costume superhuman security guards at a secret nuclear a project in uh, New York City. Unknown to Frank, Isabella, a former enemy of the All-Winter Squad, sabotaged the faculty and staged a nuclear accident which exposed the Franks to a massive amount of radiation. Although Isabetha's revenge uh, did not kill the Franks, Madeline was pregnant at the time and several months later gave birth to a radioactive mutant son. Robert Jr., later called Nuclo. Yep. 
because the baby emitted dangerous levels of radiation, the U.S. government took custody of him and placed him in an experimental chrono module, where he would be kept in suspended animation until he ceased to emit dangerous levels of radiation. <laughs> We're gonna put this baby in a box till it till it stops being radioactive. My my favorite my favorite uh my favorite solution is to forget about it and just put it somewhere else in a box. Just, just, uh, like that's the best way to deal with it. Uh, babies, uh, clothes you don't like anymore, bad me- like physical objects that bad memories are tied to. Yeah, yeah. You just put it over there in a box. Tra- trauma in general. Yeah, yeah. Except, except you bury that inside you. Yeah, that, well, it's yeah. in a metaphorical box. Yeah, it's in a metaphorical <laughs> box, not in here, but in your heart, where it festers, and eventually you have an emotional outbreak. <laughs> I mean, I assume the same thing's going to happen with a radioactive baby. Leaving the research facility with a generous government pension, the Franks decided to travel the world. Madeline Frank became pregnant again, and there, and it was in the tiny Balkan country of Transia when the pregnancy came to terms. Now, Transia is the magical place where there's not only radioactive clay that apparently can be molded into stuff to to take control over people, but also has the ancient ancient elder god Chathon trapped there, along with Morgana Le Fay, and also the High Evolutionary was there making beast people? It sounds like quite the tourist spot. Also, it was where um, where Wanda and Pietro Maximoff was from. The Franks found refuge in the scientific citadel atop Wondergore Mountain, at the recommendation of nearby villagers who believed it to have modern medical facilities. With the evolved cow called Bova as a midwife, Madeline gave birth to a stillborn child, and even more radioactive mutated than a first child. Madeline... And Madeline died of radioactive poisoning, radiation poisoning hours later. Bova attempted to pass off twins who were born days later at Wondergore Mountain as Robert Frank's children in order to give the children a good home and to assuage Frank's grief over his wife's death. But the distraught Robert Frank fled Wondergore alone. So, um, in that there is a what if there has to be a what if story. Where the wizard takes is like the is the the like the sole father of Pietro and Wanda. There has to be one. I, there, there, because I, those yeah. are the twins. And I want, yeah. I want that. You know what? I want that. that would be I want, so much better in the split universe of our universe. Like I want there to be an alternate universe where that's the only change to Marvel Comics, and I want to see where it's at. <laughs> like, because like that change alone. <laughs> Would have massive ramifications on everything have, in the Marvel universe. Like it would change a lot. <laughs> like, like first off, uh, Wanda and Pietro wouldn't be mutant terrorists that somehow get forgiven and get on the <laughs> Avengers. Um, again, literally anti-human terrorists. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, like just that alone, and also maybe they, they wouldn't would- have daddy issues. Yeah, and the, like the wizard. I mean, I just I want that. I want that universe to happen, and that there has to be a parallel universe where that's the only change. And I want to just move over to that universe. 
Be- because Wanda and Pietro got raised by the wizard. <laughs> but yeah, poor Frank. Just, I mean, uh, Robert just, just fled. That sucks. After, after his wife died. Yeah. Um, for the next two decades, Robert Frank was in a semi-amnesiac vagabond. Uh, wandering all over the world, primarily on foot, never staying in one place for more than a week. Eventually, he read of the exploits of Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch in the Avengers and grew to believe that they were his children. The twins, Bova, claim were his offspring on Wondagore Mountain. um, Feeling guilty that he abandoned them, he still made no effort to contact them. So then the Chrono, um, uh, the Chrono module containing Frank's son, Nucleo, was no nuclo was accidentally unearthed in its secret location decades after it was buried. Captain American Iron Man of the Avengers discovered it while rescuing victims in a collapsed uh, building. The Avengers took the Chrono module into custody for study. This his story about a man named Wizard got real fucking sad. And Frank read about uh, the account of the incident and recognized the Chrono module from the photographs of the device uh, containing a son. So with his speed, for the first time in many years, he resumed his identity as a wizard in an attempt to steal the chronomodular back. Uh, during the battle uh, that ensued the Avenger- in the Avengers Mansion, uh, the modular the modular the modular mo- mar- the box with the kid in it uh, smashed open and the child emerged, having grown to large proportions and irradiating and radiating dangerously. The kid was just like, yo, I'm, I'm Nuclo. And, uh, in an infantile imitation of, uh, the vision's pronouncement, uh, pronunciation of nuclear nemesis. And then basically, basically just started wrecking shop. Uh, Nuclo was ultimately subdued and placed in the care of the United States Army. The wizard, meanwhile, suffered a massive heart attack during these events um, as a result of doing superhuman battle after years of inactivity. Uh, for months, uh, the wizard remained hospitalized. Uh, during this time, the Scarlet Witch believed Frank was her father, but Quicksilver was dubious. I feel like Quicksilver should be the one. Maybe he is my dad. He's also fast like me. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it would make more and more, se- more sense. but uh, It would. It'd be like, yeah. yes, I, he goes fast, I go fast. Makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so he began to drink uh, heavily and spent several months as a derelict on New York City Bowery. Uh, eventually, the Salvation Army took him in, uh, abused some trans people, and then had, had him placed in a hospital charity ward. I really hate that Salvation Army is like is like a the charitable to, uh, place. Yeah. For thing. Oh, them stems were the days, you know. Yeah. Back where you just had a wil- weird child that cross dressed every once in a while instead of you know <laughs> believing the identity of them. He eventually recovered from his depression and undertook long and difficult. Legal, legal action to locate and obtain custody of Nuclo. Obtaining access to high-level government records, the wizard discovered that the U.S. Army was holding Nuclo in California. He traveled to California, where his attempts to recover his son brought him into physical battle with a living laser. 
Once again, superhuman exertion placed tremendous stress on him, and he suffered another heart attack. Nuclo, while, meanwhile, was relocated in a specially equipped scientific hospital in the New York City area. After being discharged from the hospital, the wizard was ordered to restrict his activities and was placed under financial care of Tony Stark. He would, however, go against his doctor's orders and fight alongside the Avengers. Although the Avengers repeatedly protested his involvement in the battle, the wizard proved himself an asset in combating a number of threats to society. He was finally persuaded to retire from superhuman activity entirely, again under uh, uh, financial provisions provided by Stark. After several years of retirement, Wizard again attempted to obtain custody of Nuclo. Officials of the General Hospital in Manhattan informed him that the conditions under which they were keeping Nuclo were the only ones that would be safe to keep Nuclo's radiation at safe levels. During the controversy, Isabetha revealed herself after years of hiding and battled with the wizard. His supposed daughter, the Scarlet Witch, and her husband, the Vision. Uh, in, in the course of the battle, the wizard learned that Scarlet Witch was discovered some months before uh, and that they were not related. The wizard and Isabetha uh, died in battle, but as a consequence of the battle, uh, Robert Frank's son Nuclo was cured of his ex- excessive radiation level. So, really, this guy just had the worst life ever. Like, I mean, he, out of the, out of the, out of the worst, there were some good he, times in there. He had, he had a little bit of good times, and then it just quickly went to shit. I don't get how it's like, okay, he had the fight, with it, and then he died, and then his son was magically no longer irradiated. Like, like, did, like, a single tear fall from his father, and that's, like, what cured it? Yeah, yeah, love saves a, the day a, all the time. A, yeah, yeah, that's how it works. A single, magical, very fast tear. Yeah, it was very fast, and that's all you needed. You used to go <laughs> real fast and uh, saltine. <laughs> Sa- salinated, sorry. Yeah. All they needed to do was throw <laughs> real fast water at him. Yep. <laughs> so, um... The tragic ballad of the wizard. Yeah. So, um... He also realized that he uh, had no hope of ever seeing any of his relatives, and his one true love died, giving birth to his second son. I mean, to his second child. Who was dead and his kid, on arrival. And his, and his kids weren't his kids. Yeah. Again, I want to see that alternate universe where he where he raised the. Can you imagine that? It'd be so good. It would be really good. It it would be pretty uh, good because the wizard's like actually a pretty cool dude. <laughs> so, you uh, won me over on the wizard. You got the the wizard, not the wizard. You got me. <laughs> yeah, no, the wizard sucks, and I hate him. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> Oh, I'm Reed Richards, but all I do is anti-gravity stuff. Shut up, you dumb asshole. <laughs> God, how could you be how could you be more boring and condescending than Reed Richards? Christ. Oof. Reed Richards is still worse. Oof. But only lo- only love for Wizard in this yeah. house. <laughs> yeah. So he is uh, 5'10, weighs 180, brown eyes, brown hair, later gray. 
Um, he has like real strong legs, as one would assume. Yeah, so he could leg press like a lot. Like you know, if you're just like yo wizard, lay on the ground and push the thing with your legs, he's just like bam, superhuman. <laughs> <laughs> that mongoose blood. <laughs> yeah, that's sweet, sweet mongoose blood. Give it to me. Nom 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 nom. So, by the way, the wizard, well, the a someone like the wizard did show up in the second season of Jessica Jones. Um, it was the guy who had the pet mongoose that uh, would that died in like the second episode. I never watched it. Oh well, that that was a thing. He showed <laughs> up. I'm just like, I will take your word for it. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, oh, the wizard's here. He he would uh he would just drink that 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 nice fast vodka. <laughs> it's like Gatorade, but it's blood. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, can you imagine? Can you imagine the Gatorade commercials? But like instead of sweating like radioactive purple, it was just blood. Just, that's just the tagline. It's like Gatorade, but it's blood. <laughs> so he was fast. Like, pretty fast, but, like, not that fast compared to most feasters. Uh, he he could go at 100 miles per hour for about an hour, so he can run it for, like, 100 miles, like, in an hour without, you know, stuff. So, fast, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Real I fast. Mean, yeah, like, you know, it, it, I, I couldn't talk shit to him, but, like, comparatively... Better than the Thunderbolt, who we covered earlier, who can run at 85, uh, go to 85 miles an hour. Again, fast, but also, I can get in a car and go faster than you really easily. Yeah, that's some some weak shit. I know, it is. Also, he was a a minority character that was killed off for shock value and uh, make Daredevil do something, so, you know, it's also pretty good. That sucks. Yeah. Um, so... Basically, his whole body is just made for running, and he has to eat like a lot of stuff. Um, and he heals pretty quickly, and he's he's about four times his reaction is about four times faster than an ordinary human when he was in his prime, and his and his brain was like fast enough to actually you know keep up with everything. Because if you go fast and your brain isn't quick enough to process that stuff, you just run into a wall and die. <laughs> so, yeah. Yep. Um, that tracks. Also, I love when they do this because they're just trying to cover their tracks for a no prize. His eyes, the liquid over your eyes that make them wet, was real viscous. So they didn't evaporate when he was running. <laughs> They say that gross. for all the speedsters. I skip over it because it's real gross. But you just had real viscous eyes. That's just... <laughs> you would imagine that would affect his tears as well, though. You'd like, think that d- he would have, like, like, like uh, what you call it? Like, Studio Ghibli tears. <laughs> like, you think you think it would be, like, agar-agar, like, like before it, like, completely go, like, like, it's just, like, real, like, it's an aspect when he cries. <laughs> uh, I don't like it. Yeah, he also was, like, real good at, like, hand-to-hand combat while moving fast, a.k.a. moving your hands at people while going fast. <laughs> Speed punching. Like, really, if you think about it, like, uh, if you think about it, if you're going real fast at someone and you have your fist out, 
that's going to be a real bad punch. It's going to hurt you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's the wizard. A uh, real sad bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Close the book on that one, folks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> now, um, so, I have a question for you. Alright. Only because it's, I, I have to ask. Are they still dead? dead? Oh, uh, is he still dead? Maybe. Yes. Yes. No, he no, he's super dead. Yeah. <laughs> no, super dead. No, he died. Okay. Normally, normally, if they die of old age, they don't come back unless it's uh, one of those things where you go to their past and bring them forward. But that only happens a few times. But, um, but yeah, uh, he he did a lot of stuff with the Avengers once he came back in his modern appearance. But but yeah, pretty much just. Just real sad. It felt it felt very final. Yeah. Well, sometimes it's not final. But so, but I ask anyway. But okay. Well, uh, that's pretty much it. So, what do you have to plug? Um. Do I do a podcast about books and ding dongs and uh, books? Uh, you know what? I could do that better about classic literature and ding dong jokes and ding dong jokes sometimes contained in that classic literature called. Ono Lit Class, which can be found at onolitclass.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. And also Rolling Misadventures, which is a actual play tabletop uh, RPG pod- the acronym podcast thing. It is also an improvised audio drama that I do with a bunch of other dorks. And it's a lot better than it sounds. And we do a lot of silly voices. And that can be found at rollingmisadventures.com. And again, those same places that you would also listen to podcasts. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I am, I have too many, po- I'm just going to plug one thing uh, right now. And that is going to be Over in Smith, where I release an episode. I release an episode. Uh, where we, where I or my friend reads me a HP Lovecraft story, we discuss it, and then we also have like an audiobook version that releases on the same day. You can find that at uh, Overinsmith on Twitter. And if you want to support me, I have a Patreon, which is patreon.com slash alphabet flight because I have too many things. And if you want to, you know, throw me a dollar, that'd be great. You know, just throw me a dollar. That ain't nothing. Give, give me, give me a singular dollar. I'm very sad, and a dollar would make me happy. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not much. Just, just one dollar for your happiness. Yeah, one dollar. Do you want to hear? Do you want to hear me smile? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so yeah. That's what. Uh, that's what we have there. And uh, yeah, this is uh, this has been Alphabet Flight, and justice is served. Good night. Yeah.